Hey, welcome to uh, episode 179. Amen, Brother Ben. I don't know why I did that. This is the podcast that brings you closer to God and gets you acting like Jesus. Or what you know, you know the thing. You know the thing, as President Joe would say. Um, we've been talking about Christian nationalism this week, and uh, I've been kind of slow to wade into the race talk. But you know what? It's Friday. It's the end of the week. Why not? Let's do it. One seventy nine. By the way, those of you that are super nerds, cough, Haley, uh, may have noticed that the the episode order got kind of wonky because normally um, the Monday starts with episode like something something one or something something six and goes to the the five or the top of the you know zero. And uh, we got the release order off the other day. I realized I did four podcasts in one week. I was like, oh. No wonder these numbers seem weird. So I'm going to make them up at some point. Um, some of you type A personalities are like, I just want you to release the episodes at the same time every day. Why can't you do that? I don't know. I don't know why I'm this way. Ask my wife. She's been trying to figure that out for 13 years. Anyway, we're talking Christian nationalism this week. Um, it's helpful if you haven't to go back and listen to my Sunday sermon. Uh, we we kind of broached the topic, defined the, some of the terms, and talked about some of the teachings. But I've been really slow to wade into the racial side of things. In fact, I told multiple people, I want to preach on this, but I, I just want to be sure that I'm, I'm absolutely right in thinking biblically about this because um, there are certain... I mean, it's, it's quite obvious that racism is bad. That's not what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know, Lord. Let me look in the Bible. Are you sure that racism is bad? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that I want to make sure that my tone and my reaction is well well grounded in Scripture. And this is a, a, a touchy subject. And I, we, you know, I'm, I'm friends and have uh, a little black, black friends. That's I know that doesn't. <laughs> that's like the uh oh yeah you're not racist you've got black friends whatever but it's it's sensitive for people i love people that i deal with every day and so i want to make sure i get this right um but i, I gotta tell you i i made a switch and this is not this is kind of veering off i just want to let you know this is kind of veering off from solid 100 <laughs> percent for lack of a better term black and white truth right there's going to be a lot of nuance in what I'm talking about today because it is sort of gray. Um, there are certain things that the Bible tells us very clearly, but the application of those things in a particular situation in modern times is not always as straightforward and cut and dry. Um, it, it kind of takes, there, there's, there's a lot of good people that disagree about these things. Um, and for a while, um, I hated talk of systematic racism, right? I felt like, and just to give you my angle, when the, all the stuff started popping up in the past year or so, or a couple years really, that race, the race conversation has hit a new level and taken center stage, um, I wasn't crazy about the idea of blaming government for something. I was like, what? You blame the system. Oh, no, that's easy to now what the answer is, what to topple the whole system and we'll, we're a bunch of communists. Like, I'm not on board with that. So I'm not on board with the fact that there's systematic 
racism. And I think that that's an oversimplification. And I think a lot of believers probably went the same way because if we're, if we love our country, if we're, you know, we've been talking this week about balancing patriotism in such a way that it doesn't become idolatrous. And, and if, while you can still love your country and be honest about its shortcomings, that's something in some conversations I've had the past year, I've realized that, that, that we can be admitting that maybe part of our system isn't right does not make us hate our system and doesn't mean that we're you know gonna gonna be signing up for marxism or some other you know way of life that that the the tv tells you is bad but um and again you, you have to go with me here because um i have you have your scriptures that are uh that talk about respect for the government you have the you know um the romans 13 and stuff but also you have the commands to from Jesus, and this is where I always got behind. Like, like Jesus doesn't save you through a nation. Jesus saves through you personally. And so the way you fix systematic racism is to fix personal racism, right? Which I, it's part of it. It's, it's a multi-pronged approach here. It's something I've been learning as we've been working towards uh, help for homeless in this county is it's not just one one thing that's the magic bullet there's multiple things that we have to do uh to to make god's kingdom come uh on earth as it is in heaven in this particular area you know so yeah you you should be careful uh of and respecting your authorities but that doesn't mean your authorities are always right um and first timothy 2 2 says pray this way for all those in authority that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness uh, the inference there, well, the command is pray for your 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 leadership and the people in these these systems. But also, um, the inference in that verse there is that <laughs> the, it's it's stating an obvious fact that that your peace, um, your quiet life, uh, is kind of uh, dependent. A lot of it is sometimes dependent on the state of your authority, right? That that the government can make things, as we've seen, the government can make things uh, really unpeaceful or really great. And so one of the things that, that turned the tide for me, and again, this is mostly a testimony thing. I've got, so I know normally I'm like, here's, here's right, here's wrong, here's scripture. But today I feel like just kind of sharing with you my inner monologue here, my inner thoughts and prayers. And when it comes to the topic of systematic racism, I don't see racism under every rock like some people do. I get it. There are exaggerated cases. There are people that, that are hucksters that will that will champion that cause for their own selfish gain or for their own political uh, gain. Um, I, I, I get that. But we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because, you know what, the same people that do that, do you know, there's people that do that in the church too that exploit the name of Jesus and exploit the institution of the church for terrible things. That doesn't mean that church, and we've been having those type of conversations with friends and family for years. Don't just, don't throw out the church just because you were hurt by a church. Well, just because someone can abuse uh, the idea and the implication of systematic racism doesn't mean that that's not a thing. And the more you, the more I studied history, the more I looked at uh, different laws about stuff like redlining, about you look back at Jim Crow and stuff like that, and you're going, I know a lot of 
a lot of that stuff is in the past, but it has generational effects. And so there are lingering bits of racism that we just have to be careful about. And uh, while I'm not suggesting one particular party is the answer, because the one that seems to think they are is actually pretty terrible for our country too. So I'm, I'm not championing, championing one particular, uh, again, government um, solution here. But um, it is not so crazy to think that systematic racism is a thing. And here's, here's the logic that turned me a little bit. Um, when I was praying about it, I really do feel, and again, this is not a God spoke to me in a burning bush or Morgan Freeman's voice, but um, in my gut, uh, the spirit of God asked me this question as I was praying for it. Uh, if, if this system is broken enough to support and allow the slaughter of thousands to millions of unborn children. Don't you think it's, it's corrupt enough and messed up enough to maybe be a little bit racist. I was like, Oh, cause here's the thing. We have no problem in Christian America fighting abortion with the system. We need judges. We need leaders. We need to defund Planned Parenthood. We need to do this, that, and the other. And we know that that's not the only solution. I hope you know that, right? That the real solution to abortion, as I shared on Sunday, is to minister to the people who are pregnant, is to show the love and grace of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness and the discipleship of the church to someone that would make them feel comfortable keeping their kid and not looking and, and teaching and modeling the love of Jesus in such a way that they see what is sin and what is not. But why can't we do both? Why can't we have good legislation? Why can't we have godly leadership and take care of things on a personal level? Because here's the thing. We have to acknowledge the biblical truth that we are living in a broken world. So not only are the people broken, but the systems that the people put together are going to be flawed. They're going to be sinful. They're going to be broken. And the part of our calling and duty as we're making disciples, as we're loving God and loving people, is joining God on his journey of redeeming everything back to him, right? Is to not only waiting to get to heaven, but bringing a little slice of heaven to earth and redeeming the broken things in the world and making them obedient to Christ and glorifying to God. So whatever that is, that's on a personal level with relationships, whether that be uh, the way we engage each other civically and on a political level, all of that. But we don't put our hope in the politics. We know that, right? We follow a savior, not a system. And that's why it's it's okay for us to say the system, it ain't, it ain't totally right and it needs some help. And the Christians of the world need to be the ones at the spearhead making this right if we want God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that's my encouragement for you. Don't get offended if someone says systematic racism. That doesn't mean that they want to be commies. It means we live in a sinful world and we need to make it right. Okay, that's my thoughts. You can disagree. I'm just trying to take the Bible and put it into real life. Your, your comments and questions at amenben.com. We'll see you next week.